Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's Friday, May 29th. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, where we're hoping to socially distance from our couch this weekend. Yeah, I plan on socially distancing in a chair. <laughs> I'm going to socially distance in a PS4 game. <laughs> <laughs> on today's show, an interview with Varshini Prakash of Sunrise Movement about expanding Joe Biden's climate change policy, then some headlines. But first, the latest. President Trump signed an executive order aimed at social media companies yesterday and at one point said he would shut down Twitter if he could. So, Gideon, what exactly is going on here besides the regular old bullshit theatrics? Honestly, Mr. President, we here at WAD are telling you to shut it down. But uh, (laughs) in all seriousness, here's what we know. The order is aimed at limiting this broad legal protection that is afforded to companies like Twitter, Facebook, and Google. These protections allow them to moderate content and not moderate content as they see fit. They are also protected from liability for content that is posted on their site. And as we know, there is a lot of shady, shitty content that ends up there. Mm -hmm. Um, But this all goes back to a law that was first passed in 1996 called the Communications Decency Act, and in particular, Section 230 of that law. Now, Trump wants to strip these companies of any legal protection if they decide to moderate or restrict certain voices on their platforms, i.e. his voice uh, (laughs) when he posts dangerous misinformation. And the big caveat, there were immediate questions about whether this order is actually enforceable. Legal experts say it's not likely to have any immediate practical effect. Yeah. And as you alluded to, this comes after Twitter put a get the facts warning on a couple posts from Trump that were lies about the use of mail-in ballots. Right. The fact check was viewed as a paltry, half-hearted effort to moderate the content instead of (laughs) doing something else. But what's also kind of ironic here is that some legal experts have said that Section 230, which Trump is so fired up about, is kind of what is protecting him in doing all of these posts that he does that are lies and dangerous provocations. Because if this order were to magically lift the legal immunity that's afforded to Twitter, it could be Trump's own tweets that could spark lawsuits. Awesome. The people in the tweets could decide to get litigious if they wanted to. And long story short, Trump is extremely unlikely to abandon Twitter, and this really reads much more like an effort to allow him to continue to lie with impunity than anything else. Yeah. Democrats and Republicans have both taken issue with social media companies and this law. Republicans often for unfounded claims of bias and Democrats for these platforms allowing for misinformation and manipulative content to run rampant. Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook CEO, has continuously indicated he couldn't care less. He's also against this latest move from Trump. Yeah. And during a Fox News interview that aired yesterday, he said in part, quote, you know, I just believe strongly that Facebook shouldn't be the arbiter of truth of everything that people say online. He also said, quote, I think in general, private companies probably shouldn't be. Mark, we know you feel this way. Okay, Um, (laughs) we'll see how this all develops as time goes on. But more action against social media companies seems quite likely in the not so distant future. Presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden has said he thinks that Section 230 should be, quote, revoked. And many Democrats have talked about these large tech companies like Facebook being broken up entirely. So Mm -hmm. now onto our economic crisis. Yesterday brought even more bad news. 
that's right. So we have another update on America's employment numbers. A bleak 2.1 million additional people filed for unemployment last week, bringing the total to over 40 million since March. That's one in every four workers in this country. So mm. even if reopenings are happening in a variety of places, it doesn't really seem to be making a dent in the unemployment crisis. Right, which leads to Republicans in Congress and the White House wanting, quote, more data before they pass another relief package. Yeah, so I guess that transition to greatness Trump is pushing is Hoovervilles, which (laughs) sounds like a joke. But the White House isn't even going to release its economic projections this summer because it would forecast the full extent of the downturn. Or as they say, because the data is too, quote, fluid to produce a forecast. You know, Mm. water does run downhill. So (laughs) I get it. Um, This is an incredibly unusual move, though. It's unprecedented. But it's an election year, and Trump's leadership ability, or lack thereof, is majorly underscored by the fact that America is now the epicenter of the coronavirus crisis— And thus, it's not even safe for people to work. That's on him. It's not tangential. You know, the correlation is causation. Now, one more quick update from New York. Governor Cuomo isn't a perfect leader, but yesterday he did sign an executive order that allows store owners in his state to deny and treat people without masks. The move is aimed at protecting workers and increasing the likelihood that those stores can remain open for longer. Maybe Trump could learn something. He could. He could always learn something. He could learn so much. (laughs) And that is the latest. Climate change has been a major motivating factor for voters, and particularly young voters, for years now, as scientists warn that our window for protecting the planet from catastrophe is shrinking. More recently, political figures like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Senator Bernie Sanders, Governor Jay Inslee, and more have put climate change front and center in their policymaking. And organizers like the Sunrise Movement have kept up the pressure, pushing for a Green New Deal and a broader understanding of environmental justice. Now, Varshini Prakash, the co-founder and executive director of Sunrise Movement, finds herself with a direct seat at the table. She is one of eight people appointed to Joe Biden's climate task force, and she was selected by Sanders, who she backed in the primary, and who has been working with Biden to put together these policy teams. Now she'll be helping to shape Biden's climate platform as he moves forward as the presumptive Democratic presidential nominee. Biden has signaled support for elements of the Green New Deal, but did not make climate change an urgent and top priority in his primary run. Prakash is looking to change that. So I called her yesterday to see how it's all going and what she's pushing for with Biden. There's a few things. Uh, First and foremost, we just want to see him communicating about this issue and understanding the urgency of the climate crisis. This is not something that is impacting us. 20, 30, 40, 50 years in the future. This is right here. This is right now. Um, We have floods that are hitting places like Michigan in the midst of the coronavirus crisis. We are seeing communities that have been impacted by fossil fuel pollution or by uh, living in food deserts being at greater risk of contracting things like COVID and, and having health impacts. This is about justice for those communities right now, not in the future. Um, And also scientists are telling us, you know, we are on a a very, very short timeline. We needed to have started this decarbonization process yesterday. Um, And so we need to ensure that that our timelines and and that Joe Biden is talking about his climate plans, not, um, you know, by 2050, but by today and tomorrow. So that's that's one of the biggest things I would say. Uh, Another really huge thing for us is that everything that we do to tackle the climate crisis, every part of this transition to a renewable energy economy has to have equity and fairness and protection for all people. Um, 
as, as the lens through which we're doing it all. So we have to ensure that if we're going to create tens of millions of good jobs repairing uh, and moving away from this fossil fuel economy, are those good jobs? Are they family sustaining? Do they have access to a union? Are they available to many of the communities that have been left out of economic prosperity throughout American history? Um, tribal nations, uh, black communities, immigrants, rural communities. Um, We've got to make sure that, uh, you know, we don't repeat some of the mistakes of the past that have been done in big, broad social programs that have really elevated middle class communities like uh, the New Deal in the 1930s following mm. the Great Depression, which, you know, put millions and millions and millions of people to work, but also um, did things like uh, create racist redlining practices that have uh, built up wealth for white communities, but largely left out black ones. Um, so I think we have a lot of lessons to learn here. And that's one of the things that we're really going to be pushing Joe Biden on, both within this task force, but also outside. And are you happy with um, where he has moved, if at all, in the past month or the weeks since these task forces were sort of put together? Do you have a sense that he is kind of moving at all closer to some yeah. of the goals that you're actually talking about? Yeah, it's a really great question. I, you know, I, I have seen I have seen some progress from Joe Biden. You know, there was a few um there, a few weeks ago, he had done this podcast that's available on his website with Jay Inslee, who's the current governor of Washington. And, you know, in this in this in this podcast, he is talking about the fact that there are, you know, 30 million at that time, it was 30 million. Now it's 42 million people who are currently, you know, filing for unemployment, who 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 have lost their jobs um, in this recession um, and the need for a big, broad jobs and green infrastructure program that is far bigger than what we did following the recession a decade ago, uh, that can do the work of both rebuilding our economy stronger while also addressing our long-term crises like the climate crisis. Um, right. I think that's really great. And I think that is more of the language I wanna hear from him. Um, and I want to hear more of his personal story. He has stories about, you know, the impacts that he has experienced personally because of pollution, uh, as well as what he has seen in his his job as being vice president over eight years um, and being a, a congressperson. And so, um, yeah, I really I, I think there he's I have seen some movement and I think, you know, there's a lot more that we could see being be seeing from him uh, on the campaign trail if he actually wants to garner the votes of 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 Latinx voters and young people in this country. Right. And all of these task forces were sort of um, a combination of some of his picks and then some of Senator Sanders right. picks. Um, I guess broadly, like, how does this all work? If you could give us like a little bit of a peek behind the curtain without, you know, getting yourself into too much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what I have found is I don't really sense as much of a, you know, Bernie Biden divide really on these task forces. I think obviously, you know, we come with certain, um, on, on the Bernie side, we come, we obviously are all people who endorsed and supported Bernie Sanders. And so we have endorsed and supported his platform. Um, but I have seen people like uh, Gina McCarthy being a real advocate and huge champion for um, increasing the swiftness of our timelines, for doubling down on environmental justice, for being a really vocal support for young people uh, mm. on the task force and, and publicly as well. Um, 
I, I have great faith in people like uh, Don McEachin. Um, you know, I, I, I saw Carrie Dugan do a lot of good work in places like uh, Detroit, where she's from. Um, so I, I really feel like there is potential on this task force. And I, I you know, maybe it's just because I'm on it, but I actually feel like it's one of the task forces that can accomplish the most in, in part because I think a lot of Joe Biden's plans weren't that fleshed out. And so we have a lot of meat that we can add to the bones of, of what he already has. And because um, the people on the task force, I think, are serious, are interested in being aggressive um, and that I have felt more kinship with than I expected. And I've kept you too long, but I want to ask one final personal question. Um, yeah. How important is this vice presidential prospective pick to you? And are there any names that you yourself are excited about? Yeah, I mean, I think personally, I am really excited about Elizabeth Warren. I think mm. um, polls have shown that she actually just, you know, is is the candidate that would support Joe Biden to actually win. So that is in and of itself a great reason. But also, I think she has a super bold, ambitious platform on climate and on virtually every issue out there. She is extremely strong on corruption, on expanding democracy, on holding you know rogue politicians like Donald Trump accountable for their actions. Um, she is, is supported by young voters, by black voters. Um, she is, is, I think, a, a brilliant and powerful and, and fierce uh, woman who would be uh, a great pick for vice president. And I think it would be a very smart thing for Joe Biden to do. That was Varshni Prakash, executive director of Sunrise Movement. Friday Wad Squad, and it is time to check in. So Forbes ran an article on a really bad business deal yesterday, apparently on February 3rd, 2020, a deal closed to let the founder of the ticket site Viagogo acquire its rival StubHub for about $4 billion. Viagogo's founder, Eric Baker, had also founded StubHub, but then got kicked out, very uh, social network. (laughs) So this was supposed to be his redemption arc. Then the pandemic hit and basically destroyed the live events industry. It's a truly worst case scenario combining bad luck and bad timing. So Giddy, how would you rate your own business instincts? I'd say 10 out of 10. (laughs) I I send Venmo requests promptly. I uh, respond to said Venmo requests promptly. That's business to me, you know, is uh, (laughs) really just personal relationships. I think that's what it's all built upon. And, you know, that's something that I would try to teach Mr. Baker is that his personal relationship led to a situation here that is deeply unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I guess someone could Venmo or cash app him the rest of the money that he spent trying to stick it to his old friends. But um, yeah. Um, but how about you? Like, what's what's your like comfortable level here? Are, are stocks making you terrified as they do me? I mean, I think that like money in and of itself is a scary thing. So like, mm. you know, I, I'm definitely not like super excited <laughs> anytime I see lots of numbers in succession, unless it's like my bank account, which would be awesome. But <laughs> like, I think that, um, you know, especially right now, everything is terrifying. Like I've, if, if I had advice for people with money, I would say maybe don't <laughs> invest in anything. <laughs> Things look bad. Things look really bad. This is a time for gold and gold prospecting, you know? This is a time for getting gold bars and putting them under your bed for a future date. Honestly, I'm just like, 
is StubHub only in America? Like, he, he didn't even think. <laughs> like, this was already happening in February. He didn't think maybe this could be bad enough to fuck up concerts. I just don't understand. Like, people who run businesses should be smarter. And yet, and yet. <laughs> well, you know what? We checked our temperatures. We feel very cool. But we're also kind of hot, you know, like, in the cool way. Anyway, hope you are too. And uh, we'll check back in with you all next week. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, everyone's (laughs) getting flowers. (laughs) Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. The Justice Department announced that it will make its investigation into the death of George Floyd a, quote, top priority. They said the FBI will determine whether or not the police officers responsible for Floyd's death violated any federal laws. This comes after a second night of protests in Minneapolis, where tensions between demonstrators and police drastically escalated. Videos showed officers in riot gear using tear gas and rubber bullets and protesters breaking windows and setting fires. Yesterday, Minnesota's governor called on the National Guard to assist. Protesters in Los Angeles and Memphis also blocked freeways and streets late Wednesday and were met by police in riot gear again. If you want to support activists who have been arrested and can do so, consider donating to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. In Connecticut, there's a policy that allows transgender athletes in high school to compete as their gender identity. 
Yesterday, the Department of Education ruled that the policy infringes on the rights of female athletes. They claim that allowing trans athletes to compete in girls' sports violates Title IX, which guarantees equal education opportunities for women. The decision could potentially allow the government to withhold funding if the state does not change its course. All of this started with a federal lawsuit brought on in February by three female high school runners who claimed that two trans runners had an unfair physical advantage over them. Connecticut is just one of 18 states that allows trans high school student athletes to compete without any restrictions. Unlike the moon landing in 1969, there might be some truth to the Tom Cruise in space rumors. Just kidding about the moon landing. Or am I? The world may never know. In a Wednesday interview, NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine confirmed that his agency is in talks with Cruise and is willing to open up the International Space Station to let him do his own stunts in zero gravity. Very sick. For Bridenstine, this is partly a response to Cruise's lasting impact on the world of aviation. With his wet hair, devil make hair performance in Top Gun, Cruise got Bridenstine and countless others excited about flying jets in the military. The NASA administration said, quote, the question is, can Tom Cruise make a movie that inspires the next generation Elon Musk? Eh, a deeply terrifying question, but one only time can answer. Man, it's like, this is going to be the first space movie that was ever made. Like, come on. All right. <laughs> anyway, the Mediterranean island nation of Cyprus might be the first country on Earth to endorse the idea of a coronation. Mm. Officials there announced this week that they plan to cover all costs, including lodging, food, drink, and medication for visitors who go there and then test positive for coronavirus. All good, but if, you know, the room service steak I get with my free ventilator is undercooked, I'm going to really just raise a stink, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This program is an attempt to rescue Cyprus's tourism industry, which accounts for 13% of its economy. The nation has one of the lowest coronavirus ratios per capita in Europe, and to keep it that way, it'll require all visitors to undergo testing before they depart for Cyprus, have their temperature checked upon arrival, and social distance while they're there. International travel to Cyprus begins June 9th from 19 countries and expands on June 20th from six more. None of those places, though, are the U.S., so it could be a long time before you're on a Cypriot beach drinking immunity-boosting daiquiris. <laughs> for now, your best option for a coronation experience is to put on an old parts unknown and sit really close to the TV. Which will not give me COVID. <laughs> True. And those are the headlines. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, let Tom Cruise inspire you to be the next Elon Musk or don't, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just the D at the beginning of Disney that looks unlike any letter D I have ever seen, (laughs) What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out. Subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And And good good luck luck doing doing gold prospecting. prospecting. I believe in you. There's gold in um, their hills. I think that's I think that's something someone in the old west would say. Maybe. What a day is a product of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein and our senior producer is Katie Long. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware. Shop chef-quality pots and pans at madeincookware.com. Vacations are always good. 
sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador.